You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. Welcome back to the podcast, coaches. It's your host, Lindsay Maloney here. And before we get started with this episode, I want to share something with you real quick. Have you been to my freebie vault lately? Because I have tons of free workbooks and masterclasses to help you get to the next level in your coaching business. And again, they are all free. All you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com, click on free stuff and grab anything you'd like. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. We have Victoria with us today. Uh, She teaches introverted entrepreneurs and business professionals how to overcome their fear of public speaking and become confident, compelling, captivating speakers. I was really excited to have her on the show because a lot of us have big walls holding us back from going live online, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, even podcasting you know, even just simply putting out content. It's scary to do that. I get it. And I wanted to get her on the show to help you. She is absolutely brilliant. You are going to love this episode. And I I guarantee you, you're going to feel inspired at the end to go and schedule your first live or to be more consistent with your lives in general. So sit back, relax and enjoy. We have Victoria with us and I'm not going to pronounce her last name because it is so exotic. I will butcher it. So I'm going to let, when Victoria introduces herself, I'm going to let her pronounce it for for you. But we're so lucky to have her because she teaches introverted entrepreneurs, which I love, and business professionals how to overcome their fear of public speaking and becoming confident, compelling, captivating speakers. And I'm sure I know that Victoria has listened to the podcast and she knows that I'm an introvert. So I was so excited to hear that she's going to be on because of that one reason. And then the other reason was to help the, to help my coaches go from blogging to speaking live or um, even just doing a podcast. So I'm really excited to have you on Victoria. Thank you so much for being here. I am so happy to be here and meet you face to face, Lindsay. And oh, and by the way, I'll pronounce my last name, right? I know, I know. Here, there's going to be a test at the end for everybody else to pronounce it back. It's Victoria Lyuznyansky. Yeah, so you guys understand why I didn't want to offend (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to go there. Um, So Victoria, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started, and then what you do and how you got there. Well, the unusual thing about me is that I am actually a serial entrepreneur on top of building a career in the corporate world. I've always been doing a lot of things at the same time. You know, those kinds of people who have a job and a side hustle and they yep. teach in the evening and like all kinds of things that that's me and they do, you know, master degrees and stuff. So yeah, so I was just trying, I'm always trying to squeeze as much as I can into my life because, well, we'll only have a limited not, amount right? of time. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I always believe that it's, you're always finding out something new about yourself. Mm-hmm. And my story, how I got to where I am right now, being a public speaking coach, truly didn't lead here at all. At least it feels like it was never meant to be this way. In fact, I was so terrified of public speaking when I was younger, when I was a child, when I was a teenager, when I was in my early 20s, when I moved to the United States, I was so scared. I could barely, barely speak in front of people. Like even 
a few people would already be like, oh, that's that's too many. Uh, one on one, it was still okay, but one too many was terrifying. And I love and know for a lot of people. We, we feel this way because of a lot of different reasons. You know, one of the reasons maybe because we're introverted and we naturally don't like to be the center of attention. Mm -hmm. And normally when you speak in front of people, you are becoming the center of attention, right? So that's one of the reasons why I think we're afraid. And then another reason is because when I was very little, when I was 10, I had a truly terrifying experience being all by myself on stage and completely forgetting what I was going to say completely, completely freezing, looking into that huge audience and hearing giggles. Mm -hmm. And I ran off stage in tears. And after that, I was like, I'm just not good at this. This is not my thing. And, and then over the years, especially when I opened my first business in my mid-20s, and I'm very old, by the way. I opened my first business before Google and YouTube. Not very old. <laughs> well, okay, Google maybe. I don't remember if Google was around. Facebook, let's just say Facebook and YouTube were not around. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how old I am. So <laughs> so I opened my business and and you know how right now you can find a way, even if you like really don't like public speaking, you you can find a way to connect to your clients. Well, back then you couldn't because if you, you know, there, there was no way. There was no live streaming there was like literally nothing other than truly being face to face with people in front of an audience and mm -hmm. and I started working through my fear and it took me a very long time because I was trying all of those you know common tips and mm -hmm. tricks that you still mm -hmm. hear you heard back then you still hear all the time and they were not working for me and I know they're not working for a lot of other people either but I, I had to find kind of forge my own path and I basically created my own way of overcoming the fear. And then as I continued my career in corporate, as I continued building businesses, I spoke in front of people all the time. And at some point people started coming up to me and saying, oh my gosh, you are natural. You're so good at this. You are so confident and you have no fear whatsoever. You are yourself, teach us. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? I'm like, I used to be so scared. This is really not my thing. They're like, no, this is your thing. And because so many people were asking me about this, I actually sat down and I looked back and I'm, I'm a former software engineer, so I have very much, you know, left brain. Mm -hmm. And I uh, sat down and I kind of deconstructed everything that I had to go through, like every steps that I had to make, all the mistakes I was making. And that became the foundation of my Brilliant Speakers Academy program that I teach right now to my students. So I ended up where I am in a very, very roundabout way and never in a million years, if you ask me, you know, that day when I ran off stage, you want to teach public speaking? <laughs> Would I ever say, oh yeah, that's a dream job. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes we, all our experiences, everything that we do in life, all those businesses that I've built, they all teach us something that becomes invaluable during the next step. And mm -hmm. as a coach, as an entrepreneur, I want you to truly believe that every time something happens and it feels like, ah, oh, just made a mistake or I failed at something, there is a lesson there that may not be clear, but it will become clear. Mm -hmm. so that's my story. <laughs> I love your story. It's similar to mine. When I was, I think I was in kindergarten <laughs> and it was a Christmas program at our church. And I remember standing on it by the where the, the priest usually stands and we we're all standing there. And then I, it just like sunk into me that there's all these people in front of me. And 
I, I couldn't handle it. So I, I ran off this, this stage and using finger quote, quotes and I ran off and I went and found my teacher in the audience. And then my family had to um, grab one of my cousins that was my age and have her go stand up there with me because I was like, whoa, this is not what we practice. When we practice, <laughs> there was nobody in here. <laughs> I've, always so been, I've always been very shy scared of, scared of my shadow. I'd always just want to hang out with my grandma. That was it. I lied to get out of school so I could go be with my grandma. I never felt comfortable around my peers. So it's same thing. If you would have, somebody would have said to me, Oh, someday you're going to talk a lot. You're going to be on camera. You're going to talk with women all over the world. I would have said, there's no way. Cause I'm going to need somebody to stand beside me because <laughs> that was always my thing. <laughs> so it's so funny how you do have those lessons and those experiences for a reason. Right. And they don't define you. That's the main mm-hmm. thing. You can choose to have them define you or sometimes you don't choose. Life just kind of kicks you. But yeah. you you end up doing something that you never thought you would. But it turns out that you're actually really, really, really good at this. Mm-hmm. So we all we all find our paths one way or another, and sometimes we find our paths when we're in our seventies. It's just mm-hmm. you just never know. Sometimes it does take time. Sometimes you know what you're doing at twenties. Sometimes you don't know what you're doing in your fifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's what we're here for, though, and we have to just be yeah. open to it. Right. So I work with a lot of coaches who are just starting, and the thought of sometimes even claiming it up in an Instagram account is terrifying because it's putting themselves out there. Um, So there are just like baby steps here and tell me, tell me what I could say to them. And, you know, they're listening right now. What can you say to them when they don't understand how, why is it important for me to show up and do those uncomfortable things? You know, first of all, let me say this thing. And I really want you to remember this because this is very important. When we show up in front of an audience, okay? When we speak in front of an audience, whether it's live or virtual, we feel a lot more scared than we appear, okay? We feel a lot more scared than we appear. That's the first thing you have to remember because a lot of times we don't want to appear scared in front of our potential audience. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, they're going to judge me. They're going to think I don't know anything. That's why I'm scared. Well, first of all, you have to remember, they're not going to see you nervous. They're not going to see you scared because they don't expect that to begin with. Mm -hmm. Because they are looking at you as someone who is a few steps ahead of them, right? It could be one step, it could be 100 steps. But the reason you are a coach and you're teaching is because you are a few steps ahead of them. And so they're looking up to you. They already see you as an expert. And I'm using this term very loosely because a lot of people get really attached to, but I'm not an expert. Well, everybody is an expert in a way. Mm-hmm. You may not be an expert to people who are ahead of you, but you're definitely an expert to people who are still looking up to you, who didn't catch up. To you to where you are and that's why you're their coach right mm-hmm. and so they already see you as an expert they're not going to see you as somebody nervous so you have to remember that's the first thing to remember to put yourself at ease is that uh, yes I feel really really scared but they don't see it mm-hmm. so I shouldn't put too much too much emphasis on that and where do you want to put emphasis instead on your why 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 are you doing this why did you want to be a coach? If you are turning on your camera to do a live stream, a really good question to ask yourself is, wait, before, before I do this, and yes, I'm scared and everything, but before I do this, 
why did they decide to become a coach? And you would have the answer inside of you, right? You would have that answer that I wanted to do this because it lights me up because I can teach something that I'm so good at and other people really need this. I can change lives. And this is where you want to put the emphasis. And you already know that about business, most likely, right? Mm -hmm. But this is something that you need to remember about public speaking as well. It works with the same principles. When you shift the focus away from you and you put it on your audience, then you don't have capacity to think about your fear and think about how you're not good enough and how you're not confident and how you're scared. You don't have capacity to think about it because all of your focus is on your audience and how you can help them and on that why. And when you stay focused on that why, why you're helping, why you're even in front of them, that changes things in your mind very significantly. Because your brain can only focus on one big thing at a time. And if your brain is focusing on your big why and trying to help your audience, whatever you're saying, you're trying to help your audience in one way or another, right? And so when you stay focused on that, when you stay in that zone, your fear goes away simply because your brain is not focusing on that fear and not sending fear symptoms to your body. I hope I this makes that. sense. But this is very important. But if you, mm -hmm. Alternatively, you know, if you decide, you know what, I'd rather, I just, I'm, I want to help my clients, but I'd rather stay in the shadows. I'm going to hide behind computer and not really ever show my face or, or, or be seen as a leader, as an expert. Mm -hmm. Then as again, I'm not saying anything new. You already know that the only person you're doing a disservice to is a person who actually needs to learn from you. Mm -hmm. You probably mm -hmm. will be okay. Even if you don't show up, your business is not going to grow as much, but it's not really you. It's going to be that person, that one person, there may be five people on your live stream, but they're going to be one person who's going to walk away from that live stream saying that, hey, I truly feel something very different. And she said something that made me reevaluate how I was looking at this problem, at this thing. And if you can do that, then you are a remarkable coach. You're a remarkable human being to begin with. And you hiding is simply selfish. Mm -hmm. You're just cheating those people out of your presence. And yes, it's scary, right? Particularly for us introverts. It's very mm -hmm. scary. It's not like you want to be. I, I don't want to be in front of a camera. Like, I mean, I'm not afraid to be in front of a camera, mm -hmm. but it's not my inner desire to be mm -hmm. in the spotlight as introverts we may be shy or not shy, but even when we're not shy, it's just not our desire to be seen. Mm -hmm. We'd rather be alone. And I want to help my clients alone, you know, working alone. But sadly, that really limits how many people you can, you can help, mm -hmm. right? A apart from it's not really helping you build your business, it really limits how many people you can help. And showing up really opens that big door into, into the audience that actually really needs to hear what you have to say. And so it's really, really important for you to realize that what you have to say on those live streams, on those Zoom calls, on a podcast, as a podcast host, like Lindsay, or as a podcast guest like me, is 
too important to keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. Just, just remind yourself that if I don't want to do that recording, if I don't want to do that live stream, I'm just being selfish. Mm. And that's not good, right? Yeah. I always, I always tell my students, lead with generosity, always. And I think the, the biggest thing that happens when people think I have to go live and I don't want to do it, I'm going to put it off, is they think that they have to be salesy. And that's not what it yeah. is. And that's important to understand what Victoria said. Go back to your why. Why are you even doing this? It's, if your main goal for your coaching business to make money, then you're listening to the wrong podcast for one <laughs> it's, and you're, you're going to hit a wall eventually. And it's going to be really hard to bust through. You should be, you should be here to serve people and to help people and to be generous. And, you know, I am guilty as ever. It is not on my priority list to go live and to do Instagram lives or Facebook lives. I can put that thing off forever. Cause it is, I'd rather just record a podcast. Right. But like Victoria said, it's doing people a service. And I think so many people get hung up on the numbers. Okay, well, if I go live, two people are listening to me. One's my mom and the other person is like this random random person that has nothing to do with a dream client. So how do you get over that? Well, first of all, you have to remember with Facebook, even if you have a big audience, even if you have a really big audience, there are going to be only a handful of people live. Mm-hmm. But the magic of it is that Facebook is still pushing live streams through their algorithm. They're still being shown to a lot of people. And so people will still see them. People who follow you will still see them. You can do so many things with those lives. If you get off that life and you're like, you know what? This was so good. It was like 10 minute thing, but it was just, oh, I was on fire. I was really teaching. Yes, nobody was even there. Even my mom didn't attend, but <laughs> I was on fire. Well, you know what you can do with this? You can create a little Facebook ad and push it to a cold audience as an engagement ad. And I'm not even Facebook expert. I'm just saying mm-hmm. there are so many things you can do with it to push it to a wider audience. And then all of a sudden you have 100 views on it, 5,000 views on it. And all of those people now are getting attracted into your circle of influence. So don't look at it as, well, nobody attended. It's not like, I'm trying to think what would be, you know, if it's, there were a lot of public speaking, um, there were a lot of public speaking situations in the past, let's say, right, before Mm -hmm. internet, before all of that, where, it's not recorded. So let's say you are on stage and only there were one person in the audience and you spoke and it's oh, such a waste. And if that person wasn't even your ideal client, you truly wasted your time. Mm-hmm. But things are different now. What you are saying online, if you record a video, if you record a podcast, if you record a live stream, this lives forever in a good way, not in a bad way. If you don't like it, you delete it. Right. But in a good way, it lives forever. And you can do so many things to push it out. So even if only five people saw it from your audience and you only have 10 followers on your Facebook page, that's fine. Now you can use that live stream to attract more people into your world Mm -hmm. using Facebook ads. You can do so many things. Instagram ads, so many things, right? So you have to remember that the opportunities are there. All you have to do is just be willing to show up as yourself. And and I know what's scary, especially when you're just beginning, especially when you're a new coach, what's really scary is you're going to show up and you're going to be like, 
I'm not experienced enough and they may know I'm not experienced enough. And now I have to pretend that I'm this experienced coach. And let me think, oh, who do I admire? Oh, Marie Forleo. Yay, I'm just going to show up as Marie Forleo. <laughs> hey there, and I'm just going to use this New Jersey <laughs> accent and I'm going to do the hair thing. And you know why we love Marie Forleo? Because she's Marie Forleo. She's doing herself and she's mm-hmm. been doing herself for, I don't know, 15 years now, mm-hmm. right? So what you have to remember is that you have to go there and do yourself. And if you are as ah, out there as Marie Forleo, do you. Mm-hmm. If you are a quiet person and naturally soft-spoken and you're just quiet and you're like, you know, you just talk, but you're not going all over the place, mm-hmm. do you. You know why? Because there are going to be people in the audience who need exactly the coach as you are, who like that personality, who are not attracted to a person who's all over the place and is very excited and refers to everybody as, hey, gorgeous, right? They're mm-hmm. just not attracted to that. But if you are, hey, gorgeous, and you're all over the place, again, do you? Because there are going to be people in that audience who are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. The main thing is you have to remember, as long as you stay yourself and think of public speaking as a conversation and not presentation, lecture, teaching, training, think of it as a conversation. Mm -hmm. so two things be yourself have a conversation you're gonna be okay like for example look at us right Lindsay and I we are not in a sense presenting right Mm -hmm. we are not teaching in a big you know from a capital Mm -hmm. T we are chatting we're having a conversation with you guys right and you're gonna do exactly the same thing you're just gonna have a conversation And people on that other side of the camera are going to be participating in that conversation by either putting comments or likes or maybe not even acknowledging. You know how many live streams I watched where I was blown away and forever grateful to the coach and became their follower and brought and bought their programs without ever acknowledging them? Mm-hmm. In that live stream, the in silent that followers, yeah, silent followers. They never knew that I admired them so much. It just mm-hmm. never occurred to me to put anything in the comments. So you may be finishing the live stream and there are zero likes and zero comments. And you're like, oh, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are good enough. There are people on that other side who probably saw you and were truly inspired by you. But they just didn't put a comment in. Mm-hmm. So you can't measure your value. You can't measure your worth by just how many people watched live or how many yeah. people watched later if you want more people to watch later there are so many ways to do it and again paid advertising mm-hmm. and a little bit of money do engagement ads works like magic but regardless you just have to believe that there are people in that audience who are x number of steps behind you mm-hmm. and you are a perfect coach for them because not only you know exactly what they need to know to catch up the way you are. Meanwhile, you're going to go ahead, of course, but also because your personality matches theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, you if just... you, and if you think about it, you know, my introverts, I never comment on videos because I'm just not like that. I just want to be yeah. the observer, right? So I, I yeah. can't expect my introverts to do something that I don't do myself. Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes we just kind of expect things that aren't, you know, in reality, but what about the type of brain who needs like, okay, I need structure. If I'm going to go live, I need to know exactly what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it. 
to me that feel, I can't do that. That, that freaks me out. I just want to be more conversational, right? Like this style I, yeah. I have to do on a live. I give me a topic. I can talk about it, but don't give me a script. No way. I know there are the people who want the script and I think that holds yeah. them back from going live. So what are your suggestions? You, well, first of all, you have to decide what kind of a person you are. There is no wrong approach. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can be exactly what Lindsay just described, where you, you go like, okay, well today, let's say you're a health coach, right? I'm going to mention health just because mm-hmm. it's, we all relate to that. Let's say I'm a health coach and today I'm just going to talk about exercising for 10 minutes every day and how beneficial it is. And I don't even need to think about it because I know it in and out. I'm not even going to make any notes. I'm just going to go with the flow. I know I'm going to talk about benefits. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. And you're a kind of a person who will turn on the camera. And again, remember, you're having a conversation, so you're not putting any pressure on yourself to, to, to create something extraordinary. You're just having a conversation. And so you are talking as if there were people even if you see that nobody's watching, you're talking if there were, let's say, there was a person on the other side who was your perfect ideal client who really needed to know about the 10-minute workout because they are not doing it at all. <laughs> yeah. And and so you're having a conversation with them. Hey, you know, if you're not doing it, let me tell you why. Like you literally think that there is that one person and you're mm-hmm. having a one-on-one conversation. So that would be like going with the flow and you're just, you're just you didn't really, you know, you prepared mm-hmm. in the sense that you know what you're going to talk about, but in general, you really didn't map it out. But then you could be a complete opposite of that, where you're like, I, I, I can't, I, I can't just talk. I, 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 I'm going to try to have a conversation, but I need to have my talking points. Nothing wrong with that. So what you do is when you prepare, you create po- talking points. So you, the easiest way to do it is to decide on, okay, so what's going to be my idea? So let's go with the same scenario that you need just 10 minutes. You may not want to be on, you know, on your elliptical for three hours a day. You only have time for 10 minutes. So let me talk about benefits of 10 minute exercise and why you need it and how you can find time. So that would be my whole thing, right? So you decide, okay, so that's my topic. What do I want my audience to take away from it? So that's the first thing you have to ask. How do I want to make them feel at the end? How do I want to make them feel? And of course, if with a topic like that, you probably want to make them feel inspired today, go for a 10 minute walk. So you want to inspire them to do it and maybe logically understand why it's important. And so the logical brain is like, oh no, I really do need to do it, but you won't be motivated them and inspire, right? So now you know, okay, so this is where I'm leading them. You always need to know where you're leading them. And so now you're figuring out your talking points. How do I lead them to this conclusion? that this is the best thing that they can ever do in their life. It's just 10 minutes. Okay, first of all, let me maybe start with a story. Maybe let me tell them about story of me, how I wasn't exercising. Or maybe let, let's talk about story of Susie, who is my client, who wasn't doing you know 10 minute walks and, and that created all kinds of health issues. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about Susie. So you make, you don't need to write it all out word for word because what's gonna happen if you write it out word for word, you're gonna be reading your notes. Mm-hmm. That is not a conversation, right? And if you're mm-hmm. reading your notes, people are like, oh, you don't know your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So you never wanna read. You can refer, so if let's say I had my notes here, which I don't, but let's say I had my notes, I would be like, all right, so let me start with, and you can quickly look like, okay, mm-hmm. Susie. All right. And all you have is Susie, like, yeah, story of Susie. I know it. So you're going to talk for two minutes about Susie. And then you have your next point, which may be, I don't know, something else. And then something else, something else. And then the end of it really leads into them understanding how important it is. 
But creating those token points is easy. And you don't have to even memorize them. Ideally, you want to memorize them, then you don't have to refer to your notes. But if mm -hmm. you don't want to memorize them, that's fine. Have them on a piece of paper. Don't read. Just refer to them. But each of those token points becomes a little conversation. And the more stories you include, the easier it is for you. Mm -hmm. Because it's always easier to talk about Susie or you talk about yourself or another client than to just come up with some, you know, just, just some information, stats mm -hmm. or something. So if you, but if you do need some stats, let's say, and you know that you're going to forget that number, write it down. There is no, there is no shame in saying that, let me actually give you the exact number. Mm -hmm. And then nobody's judging. Nobody expects you to be perfect because nobody has any idea what your perfect is and you showing up as yourself and giving them exactly what they need to hear is perfect in their eyes and so you need to take off all this pressure of i need to show up as someone else who looks and acts a lot more confident than i am no you just need to show up as yourself be yourself go with the flow go with your talking points if, if that's how you prepare and Make sure that you tell a lot of stories because that will make it easier for you to go into that conversation mode mm -hmm. and will make you feel more relaxed. And mm -hmm. remember where you're taking them. Always remember, this is how I want to make them feel. So whatever I'm saying is going to lead to that logical conclusion so that I can finish my last stream saying that I hope you guys are all going to go right now for a 10-minute walk and somebody is going to literally turn, on, turn off computer, say, that's exactly what I'm going to do mm -hmm. and go walk, right? So this is just a very quick example how live streams don't have to be life-threatening, <laughs> how they don't have nerve to be nerve-wracking, how they don't have to be feel like, oh, it's so much pressure. Mm -hmm. There is no pressure. You're just having a conversation like with a friend. There is a friend on the other side. And if it helps imagine your friend, just imagine some stranger who is like sitting there hanging on your every word. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's all you have to do. I remember one time, I think it was when Instagram stories first came out and Instagram lives and I was doing an Instagram live about email lists or something like that. And I remember my brother came on and it gave me a heart attack because I was like, I feel so comfortable talking around people I don't know. But then why are you here? You are freaking me out. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Sometimes we do have people in the audience who, are, who, who literally freak us out. And it could be, you know, when we do something virtual or when we do it in real life. Of course, now not a lot of real life, but mm -hmm. back in the days, um, my, my second business, which is has nothing to do with public speaking, but I've owned a franchise for six years. It's called Nazi Scientists of Houston, and we teach kids to fall in love with science. So the reason I bring it up is I have a lot of instructors working for me. Again, right now it's on pause because of COVID, but I used to have a lot mm -hmm. of instructors working for him. For me, um, it was actually, I built it from zero to number one in the country wow. among all other wow. Nazi Scientists franchises. Amazing. But anyway, so, so my instructors are working for me, right? And we are doing shows we're doing all kinds of things and sometimes during shows you don't just have kids you may have teachers sometimes parents and i had one instructor who came to me and she said i can't do shows i am terrified of doing it in front of adults i i'm perfectly happy with kids you know me i'm i'm good with kids all good but as soon as i see an adult i immediately feel judged mm. that may happen to you mm -hmm. you may be speaking live and there may be somebody in the audience who makes you very uncomfortable. It could happen virtually where your brother came up 
mm-hmm. makes you very uncomfortable, not because, because he's trying to, but it just makes you uncomfortable. So what you mm-hmm. have to do is you literally, and that's what I told my instructor, you literally have to put those blinders on, right? Mm-hmm. You have to put those blinders on where you physically, well, if it's in real life, particularly, you physically do not look at that person mm-hmm. at all never yeah. make eye contact with that person that person doesn't exist so that if it's physical world you only look if it's just kids you only look at the kids you never make eye contact mm-hmm. with a single adult your show is to the kids for the kids and you are only performing and 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 acting and teaching only them with virtual it's a little harder because you don't physically see them but in your mind you have to pretend they don't exist yes. you have to take them out of the audience mentally they already disconnected they're disconnected already. They are no longer alive. Mm-hmm. And the, people, the only people who are alive are people that they want to be yeah. on this life. You have to intentionally, it's not going to be like, you know, just happens. You Absolutely. have to intentionally make yourself think that and feel that. And it does work mm-hmm. really well. Yes. Ignorance is bliss with that. Ignorance is bliss. When I started doing webinars years ago, I would, before I started, I would take a post-it, I would put it on my screen where it would tell me how many people were there because I wanted to act as if there were, you know, it made me feel better that there would be more there. So I all, I, for, for a long time, I covered up that number. And so when I would come out of the office, my husband would say, how many people were there? I don't know. I just did it. <laughs> I love this. And you know, now, I don't know if you have seen it. I, I feel like everybody's seeing different things right now on Facebook lives. I'm no longer seeing the number. Oh, see, I never watch Facebook lives because I feel they're intrusive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, whenever I do Facebook live and I'm using regular Facebook interface. So if I'm doing, and I do Facebook lives all the time. I do them mm-hmm. for my students, for, you know, for the audience. There used to be, you could actually see the little eye and next to the eye, you would have a number and that's the number you would be closing, right, you know, right. not to see. And if that number buzzes you, I love this idea. What a post-it, how, how smart was that? Yes. Amazing. No, seriously, really cool. Because I, I never thought of that. I, I don't like that number either. So <laughs> now I don't know if I have some real weird version of Facebook, but uh, for the last, I want to say a couple of months, mm-hmm. I no longer see the number. It's just a little eye oh, showing that I guess I'm live and, and it's all happening and it says live, but it doesn't have the number anymore. So I have, which now it irritates me because I want to know if somebody is live because mm-hmm. sometimes I want students to actually tell me and I and I always in the beginning I always say by the way I cannot see who is live I cannot see how many people are live so if mm. you are watching this live please let me know in the comments because I want to feel like I'm talking to you yeah oh that's interesting that they don't have that anymore maybe I will do Facebook lives <laughs> <laughs> yeah they've changed the whole interface but yeah you have to remember it's a conversation mm-hmm. and as long as you treat it as a conversation you are going to feel so much better about yeah. it how do you make time for this? Like, if it's not a big priority of yours, most of us want to stick with, you know, what we're doing. And, you know, I have a, an assigned task every Saturday to go live in Facebook, and I'm continuously putting it off. How do you motivate yourself to do it? And, then, uh. and to keep doing it? I am. I'm the same way. You know, I truly think and you know, I mean, I, to me to go live without any notice, like nothing, I can just go live yes. every day. Do I want to go live? No. Why? <laughs> Not because I'm afraid of public speaking, because I'm an introvert. I don't want to be in this part. Like, like any time I know tomorrow I'm, and I'm making an effort and I'm going to talk about it, how I'm making an effort, but tomorrow I have to go live. I'm not particularly 
looking forward to this because again, I am getting myself into the spotlight, which I, my personality is like, mm -hmm. don't, I don't want this. This is, uh, this is not me, me is, you know, mm -hmm. being hurled and behind my computer, but you have to be intentional about it, right? So what I'm doing this year, and see, I'm telling you, so now you guys can hold me accountable and now you can come <laughs> and say, Victoria, where was your life? But I am trying to do lives every week now and I put them on my calendar. I'm, mm -hmm. I literally put it as a task on my calendar. So tomorrow at, I forgot what time, but sometime in the morning, I have it that I'm going live. And today I have a task on my calendar to think about my life. Because you never want to just have the task go live and then let's say you have to go live at 10 o'clock in the morning and then 9.45 you're frantic because mm -hmm. you haven't thought of what you're going to talk about or you start making notes and you realize you, you, you're just not prepared. Whenever you're not confident about public speaking, you definitely don't want to go unprepared. And even if yeah. you're confident, you never want to go unprepared. To be, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's a show of disrespect to both mm -hmm. your audience and yourself. So you want to have those two tasks on your calendar, one for whenever you're doing the actual life and one the day before, two days before. I only need that. I don't need to be like way in advance, but a day before. Right. And put it on the calendar as a 15-minute thing or maybe a 30-minute thing if you need more time, but probably 15 minutes is plenty. So 15-minute task where you're going to sit down, you're going to say, okay, what am I going to talk about tomorrow? And you put down your notes, just a few thoughts. And we already talked about it. Don't make it a big deal. Even if your life is only five minutes, but it delivers massive value, mm -hmm. that's all you need to do. You don't need to go for 30-minute life. In fact, nobody's going to be listening mm -hmm. if it's 30 minutes. I mean, maybe it's really amazing, but you have to understand, right? People, we're all busy and everything. So those 10-minute lives, 5, 10, 15-minute lives, they're the best because people are watching them. They're quick. Yeah. And so make it intentional. Today, my task is to prepare for my live stream. Tomorrow, I'm delivering it and then make it a recurring task. So my preparation and my live stream are recurring tasks on my calendar. And then I'm just going and make it easy on yourself. Don't feel a lot of pressure to, you know, I don't know, you know, show up as, oh, tons of, you know, girls, tons of makeup mm -hmm. and I have to dress up because then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, if you're like me, like I really, yeah. Mm, can't be bothered <laughs> just I just I just it just it just takes time and 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 I you're becoming so lazy you know these days and so I so I'm not gonna like go completely crazy with trying to really dress up and prepare for it because then it becomes a longer thing and then you have more barriers right mm -hmm. to say nah, I'm just not gonna do it today right but when you're like you know what I'm just gonna just prepare real quick and get the light set up go in front of the window if I have to don't make a big deal out of anything, right? Just yeah. make it very simple. And then go, hit live, and do your first live for five minutes so that there is no pressure whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you absolutely hate it, let's say it was your first live and you, and you, and you just, let's say you just did something so bad that you don't want to leave that live. Delete it. <laughs> Delete it. It's not a big deal. And if you want to be more prepared for lives, then maybe practice your lives just with a video camera, just so it's mm -hmm. more like a real situation where you still have a camera yeah. and recording and everything, right? You're not going to post it anywhere. It's just for you. But it will yeah. give you a sense of being recorded, speaking 
while being recorded. And so it's kind of like a dress rehearsal for your life. Do that. But you cannot even imagine how many lives I had to delete primarily because something was wor wasn't working or my dog started barking at the beginning of my life. <laughs> like he literally started barking so loudly that I was, I'm like all blush. I'm, I feel so embarrassed. Like I'm, I, all I had to say was, hi everyone. And right after that, my dog starts barking. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'll be right back. Close the life, delete it. Get the dog, come down, come back live. Nobody knows because that life is deleted, right? So even right. if it's like really bad. <laughs> I have a funny story. <laughs> I remember, I think, see this, this is why it's fun to have those conversations to tell really humiliating stories. I was doing <laughs> a Facebook live a couple of years ago. I think it was during a challenge I was doing and I totally forgot about this. You brought, you brought a bad memory back. <laughs> Sorry. But, <laughs> but my, my, um, I used, I have a closet in my office and I used to have all my clothes in there. And, um, my daughter came in, she was, she was like one years old and she came in she was over there. She was playing. And then she came over to me and I kept pushing her out of the way and pushing her out of the way. And she was just like, what is going on? She kept trying and trying. I said, I have to go because um, my daughter has my underwear on her head and I, have, <laughs> I don't want her to be on camera. <laughs> so you are going to run into funny things like that, but it's going to make people feel so connected to you because yes. you, you made them laugh and they're like, oh my goodness, my kid did this. And then you get conversations going. And then relationships build. So don't be afraid to let crazy things happen. Right. <laughs> right. No, this is such a good point. You know, the only reason I actually stopped mine, because I don't have like a poodle or anything. I have a German shepherd. And when he barks, <laughs> my my table, my everything shakes, everything. And and it was, I just knew I couldn't leave it because people would be like, I would give somebody a heart attack. So that's why I deleted it. But, but <laughs> Lindsay, you're so right. You know, if something cute happens, if something funny happens, if, 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 Anything at all like this happens that may feel a little tiny bit embarrassing, like you're not a professional, you have to remind yourself that being a professional means you know your stuff and you show up on time. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's what being a professional is. The way you show up is not about being a professional. It's about being yourself. Mm -hmm. And your audience, exactly the same people that you and me, they, we are all exactly the same. And we cannot relate to a total perfection. What we can relate to are regular normal people that yes, they're ahead of us because they've done something that we wanna learn from them. That's why they're our coaches, but otherwise they are normal people. And that normality makes it so relatable and makes us wanna be like them even more, right? Mm -hmm. So as a coach, you being yourself is truly a gift to your audience. Mm -hmm. They really couldn't care less who you are as long as they see consistent you mm -hmm. and the thing about faking it till you make it right which I absolutely hate the thing about faking it is if you continue faking it every time at some point that facade is going to crack and they're going to serial you and they'll be like who is that person mm. you don't want to be different people it's so much easier just to be yourself and then you don't have to worry how you how they see you if you have to keep the pretense of being someone else and continue looking professional, mm -hmm. just just be yourself and your audience is going to be attracted to you. And if there are some people who are not attracted to you, well, they probably won't buy from you anyway. Exactly. That's fine. Right? Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. It's quality over quantity. Yeah. 
This is, I love this conversation. I think, like you said in the beginning, we'll probably, we could probably talk for hours and I think we, <laughs> we definitely could, um, but we can't because we have other things, right? I didn't know, I know you guys can catch Victoria live on her Facebook page, right? Is that where you go live on your page or your group? I do go live on my page. Yes. On your page. I go, okay. I actually go live on my page and then my Facebook group, but that one is only for my students. So you don't see me there and unless you're my student, you're but, student. <laughs> yes, unless you're my coaching client, but, um, but yes, I am going to be live on my Facebook page. That's where on you can Fridays. catch me on right now. It's on Fridays, but I'm not committing to it hundred percent because mm -hmm. I always feel, you know, and that's another thing. I'm just going to say it real quick. Yeah. Even if you decide, okay, so I'm committed. I'm just going to do it on Fridays, right? Like, that's how I feel right now. I'm just going to do it on Fridays. And then several Fridays in, you feel like, oh, Friday is such not a good day because mm -hmm. oh, halfway through Friday, I already have other things. And okay, so what if you told your audience you're going to be on Friday? So next time you're going to come in on Tuesday, you're going to decide, no, Tuesday is my day. You're going to mm -hmm. come in on Tuesday and say, guess what, guys? From this Tuesday on, it's going to be Tuesdays. Let me tell you why. Because on Friday, blah, blah, blah. You tell them mm -hmm. and... And they relate to you again. It's all about having a conversation. It's all about being yourself. And it's not about putting any pressure on yourself because anytime you put pressure, that's when you're like, you know what, I'm just not going to do it at all. No, yeah. don't put pressure. Make it work for you. Mm -hmm. So I'm on Fridays, the, but I'm not committing to it. <laughs> but just just go and like her page and follow her. So then you'll be able to see when she goes live. And for me, like I always think, let's let's see how we can make this as simple as possible. So I have client days, Tuesdays through Thursdays. So I'm not going to wear my old hoodies and whatever the client calls. Right. That's what I wear on Fridays because I I don't have to take clients on Fridays. And I had to look at my calendar to make sure that I'm right. I don't. <laughs> so I'm not going to go live on a Friday because I don't want to have to wear you know, better clothes <laughs> that day. And next Tuesday, no, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> right pick, there. pick something like, you know what? And I feel like I could look at my analytics on my page or my group and see when there's people more active. And then that's when I'm going to go live. Being more intentional makes you feel more confident. Yeah. And then I think the key here is, it, which was a huge light bulb moment for me, was create that prep day before. Because I think that's where we all can stumble is, yeah. oh, I have to go live today. I have no idea what I'm talking about, putting it off till next week. So thank you for saying yeah. that because I'm definitely going to recreate that recurring task the day before I go live for sure. So thank you, Victoria. This was awesome. Um, let us uh, let everyone know where they can find you. And then I know you have a free gift for everybody too. Absolutely. You can find me on my website, www.byvictoriaL.com. And my free gift to you, I have several free trainings. You can actually find my free training right there on my website. So you don't even need any other link. You can just go to my website and you can grab my free training right there. And all of my trainings are, trainings are focused on helping you build truly unshakable confidence, igniting that confidence becoming feeling confident not just appearing confident mm -hmm. because i'm all about truly feeling confident and then helping you overcome the fear of speaking and becoming that confident compelling and captivating speaker that you really want to be so check out my website grab your free training and i hope to see you there
Yes, we'll put Victoria's links in the show notes. Again, go follow her, go show her love on her lives and then go download her free class. I'm sure it's going to help you take massive steps in your public speaking virtually or your lives. Anything that makes you feel a little scared, um, you know, whether you're going live in your group on Instagram live, this will all help. It's not just Facebook. It's for everything in your business. And it is important. It is a great way to stand out because not everyone would do it. If it was easy, everyone would do it. That's, uh, that's, you know, it's only easy. It's not, it is easy. It is easy if you make it easy. Mm-hmm. It's if a you, decision. Yeah. It's a decision. You have to approach it in a way that I'm just going to make it non-scary. I'm going to make it as non-scary as possible. I'm going to focus on my audience. I'm not going to put any pressure on myself. I'm going to have a conversation with my audience mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it easy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and just lie to yourself that's what I just say this is easy for me this is easy for me I mean my son will say that while he's doing his work downstairs in, in our homeschool room this is easy for me and I'm thinking like oh my god it is not but I'm glad <laughs> you're saying that <laughs> well at some point if you truly believe it's easy you're gonna you're gonna treat it as an easy thing mm-hmm, you're not gonna mm-hmm. overthink it I think a lot of our fears come from overthinking as well absolutely and, and we're is- we're amazing at overthinking things <laughs> Big time. <laughs> <laughs> We're really good at that. But ma- just say that it's easy. Make it do it your way. Not anyone yes. else's. Don't try to be anyone else. We could go on and on about just, you know, you you have all the confidence in the world. And sometimes you just need to dig it back up again. Right. And I think doing your first live and being consistent with it will give you even more confidence. So that's an easy way to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and good luck, everyone. You are gonna be amazing. Believe in yourself. Thank you so much, Victoria. Thank you, Lindsay. It was a pleasure. Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.